God bless y'all, and welcome to episode nine of the Crossover Podcast. I'm here with my boy Gio once yes, again. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're back. Break. Yeah, off a little break because we have finals week. My finals were pretty easy. It was all for Gio. His finals are harder than mine because I'm a comms major and everything's easy in comms apparently. But yeah. Just I don't yeah. know. I had very light finals week, but Gio, y'all had to pray for my boy. He was having a hard time. Yeah, I was I was struggling out here. I was struggling. Especially Amen. when when you miss like a week of school before finals. Yeah. So yeah, Gio was Gio was having a tough time during finals. So, you know, we can't do a podcast without both of us. Maybe one day, but right now I don't think we're ready for that. You know, just we're we're a duo. We're gonna get things done together. Duo. It's just a duo, you know, becoming a package. So Yeah, it's like uh I guess we do. Yeah, we come in patterns, you know? I don't think, I think that applies for people that live kind of closer to each other. We live like an hour away. You know, yeah. You know? yeah, but like, you know, we come in a package anyway. No matter. <laughs> anyway, we continue to episode nine. It's a, one of the last episodes of the year. We're probably going to get, I'm going to think, wait, how many? Like, like, left? There's three more. Like three more, I think. Of this week. Of this month, December. December. It is currently December 18th. Three more, two more. I think two. I don't know. Nah, two more. We have a Christmas one coming up. Christmas one coming up. And, and then, then we have New Year's. New Year's, yeah. <laughs> unless you wanna unless you wanna do a, a New Year's podcast. Like <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. But just like another, you know, just a great blessing from the Lord to have this, you know, nine episodes and the span of these months. Uh, we started in September, the last day of September. Literally. Now we're in September, and now you know it's been it's been busy it's because busy. we're in college and we're trying to get used to it. It's our first year, first semester, trying to get used to it. But you know, yeah, yeah, it's, just, it, it's been a blessing. I like really like you know, with all of this and stuff like that. It's just it's just amazing to have this platform, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's enjoyable. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying just, it too, man. I sound a little tired, you know. It's just been a long day of nothingness. You know, I swear, like, days of nothingness is just as tiring as days of a lot. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, like, like after I was talking to my god brother, and, like, um, I was like, yo, I got too much time on my hands now. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, right? so, I'm so used to going, like, staying at school for, like, four or six hours and then, like, doing – other stuff and then schoolwork and then like other stuff and now I'm, I'm like doing nothing <laughs> like, yeah, like today all i needed to do was pack right and just i procrastinated that all day because i'm going back home from north jersey so i've been procrastinating all day i'm still not done packing i should have been done a while ago it's like i can do it later i can do it later i just been playing video games all day watching youtube all game taking naps all day i just that's procrastination but just like i was just like Dang, like I feel like I have nothing to do, you know. I've just been like you said, school all day. Just hang out with my boys after class. We go play two K. We go eat. Like we go chill. We poop. Like now I don't have that. Like my boys are back home. Like, dang. Shout out Nick, JJ, and PK Brad. <laughs> but, yes, sir. Anyway, just yeah, it's just too much time on my hands. It's getting a little annoying. Yeah. I'm like too much time. I don't on know my what hands. to do. Like I'm like like stuck here home, like doing nothing. Like, I yeah. I'm like, I'm like, just here. I'm about to tell you to come over here and like pick me up so we can leave or something. 
I live in LA right now, but it's just, you know, and it's just, you know, that's all it is. Too much time on our hands. I think y'all can agree with me, people listeners, right? Like yeah. I'm, that's that's gonna be the poll this week for some reason. It's not gonna be sports related. It's gonna be like is is tiring days is having too much time in your hands just as tiring as having too much things to do. Because I I felt like that today. Cause I feel tired, but I haven't done anything. Yeah, like, but anyway. yeah. But continuing on, yeah, <laughs> I just going into the topic. Yeah, this is um, it's a time for Bible talk. You already know how this goes, and if you're new. This is the crossover podcast. We spread the word of God, and then we talk about sports. God is first because God is what put us here. And just we're about we're going to talk about the Lord real quick. We're going to talk about the topic patience. But before we get into that, I want to pray. So let's pray. Thank you, Father God, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for um just bringing us together once again, me and Jill. Thank you for giving us the time to just sit here and just um read your word and collect um knowledge from your word father god i just pray in the name of jesus that you just may take over god this podcast that you may take over our brains our minds god that you may guide us to things that we need to say god that it is you speaking but and not us father god that yeah you may just give us the thoughts give us the word give us the right ideas father god of this topic god and just take us to new places take us to new heights in our minds with this god take us to new understanding and Lord, I just thank you, God, for what you're going to do with this word, what you're going to do with this little talk that me and Gio are going to have between each other and with the people listening. I hope that they can get something from this. In Jesus' name, I pray. I just thank you, Father God. Again, this is amazing that I get to do this. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, so yeah, so we're, we're talking about the topic of patience. And, like, this was, this was Brian's idea here about talking about patience so like why did you pick patience why did i pick patience uh i just feel like patience is really big for just christians in general because we we see things um in a just a human standpoint when god gives us a word when god gives us something or even just patience in general like getting angry too quick stuff like that but right now, I feel like I'm, I've been being led towards, like, just being patient with the word that God has given you because um, just it's God's time at the end of the day, and we don't know God's time. And we yeah. don't know what he's doing, being patient to hear his voice, being patient to hear an answer, being patient, being patient so long and just to hear a no, being patient so long just to hear a yes. Like, there's just a lot of things. Patience is really important for a Christian because, you know, it, pay, not having patience can have you discouraged. Not having patience can see you, uh, have you doubting God. You know what yeah, I mean? That's because true. you're just praying so much, praying so much, praying so much. Oh, God gave me this word. Oh, this is about to be great. Oh, He said, uh, I'm gonna go to the nations. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm ready, man. I got, I got a lot of clothes. I got, I got my plane ticket ready. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And, you know, that word is for, like, 10 years from now, and you're ready for it to happen tomorrow. You know, it's just you don't know when it's going to come. We don't know when God is going to use us. We just need to trust in God. That's that's why they always use that analogy in church. I bet every all of y'all pastors have used it. A blindfolded person, and God is guiding you. That's what this walk is. Yeah. We are blind to what is going to happen. We are blind to God's plan for us, you know. Yes, we can know what he wants us to do. Like, oh, God called you to be a preacher or something. Like, yeah. Yes, you know, yes, but we don't know what. <laughs> but you don't know the timing of it. 
and the timing exactly so i think patience is very important that we have because like i said this walk is blind to us we don't know what's going to happen in the future we don't know what god has in store for us we can't really plan it but you know just we just got to be yeah you just got to be prepared yeah prepared and patient you know you gotta you gotta be able to sit there and wait a lot of us just can't sit there and wait and that and that not even like on things of god like even in natural sense like even like in like material things like we can't sit there and wait we like we live in such a fast-paced society nowadays that like if you want food you go to mcdonald's you know what that's called a fast food like if you want something you just throw it in the microwave if you want an item quick just get amazon prime yeah like People don't like to wait. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not something that we like to do. And if we have to wait, like, it's like, uh, when it's going to come in? Uh, and you're, like, checking it every two seconds. Oh, oh, is it done yet? Is it done yet? Like, okay. if you're cooking, you have to wait for the for everything to cook properly so you can actually serve it to the people. Yeah. But, like, you know, but nobody wants to wait. And then if they if you get the food cold because you were out here bugging your server that you want your food your food and like it's cold and not cooked properly it's kind of your fault yeah because you're not letting the cook do the cooking you know what that's a that's fire because you know you know maybe all this praying without um you know hearing the voice of God maybe all this you studying the word without hearing anything for a while, maybe all this worshiping you're doing, you're going to church, everything, right? You're staying faithful with God. Even, you know, you're sinning less. You're, you're, you're done with that temptation. You're done with that with that sin that you've been um, connected to. You know, you're praying. You're, you're doing good, right? But you ain't hearing God. You know, like Gio said, you know, God is cooking up something for you, and you might be ready to serve it to people, but, you know, you're al dente, that's pasta before it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, you, you know, like, you gotta be able to wait. You're not ready yet. You're blue rare. You're like whoever <laughs> eats blue rare steak, that's nasty. Mm-hmm. If you eat blue rare steak, you're nasty. Like I don't know. That's just, yeah, you know that's. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I never heard of blue rare steak. That's but that just that's that just that just sounds nasty. I'm sorry. But anyway, just like what I'm trying to say is, you know. You're you're cooking. You're you're not ready. You know God is being ready for you to be served, to be used as a servant. You know God is, you know you're preparing you right, and just you think He's not watching you, but if you you it's about noticing the little things. You know I think that's what keeps me very patient. That's what keeps me very like, like everybody says I'm just a very happy person. I don't really get angry. I'm a very chill person. Everybody says that. Because I don't know, I just really appreciate all like the little things I got. You know, it's like, yeah. like, like if you have, you know, if you're thinking of just all the bad things that are going on, like the bigger things in life, of twenty four seven, and you don't see like the little blessings that you're getting, you're like you're not gonna notice. Like, you know, when you're praying every day and you're reading the word every day, like you're creating a habit. I think that's a blessing in itself. Just creating a habit, you wanting to do it, that's a blessing because. Some people lose their desire. So if you have the desire to read the word, you have the desire to pray, that's just a blessing in itself because a lot of people lose that lose that passion, lose that drive to do that. And I feel like yeah. that's something small that people don't think about. 
because like it's hard to gain passion for something like how many other than God and well, how many things are you passionate about? You know, all I'm passionate about really is, you know, like basketball. Um, that's about like my hobbies wise, not people wise. Hobbies yeah. wise, I'll just do basketball and that's in this podcast. Like that's all I'm passionate about. Like you don't really have a lot of things that you're really passionate about that you really love. So it's really hard to get into that habit. So even having that habit, that's a blessing. That's like God working in you because like a lot of people struggle to get into that habit. When first people, when Christians first get into the, get into Christ, like it takes them a long time to get into a habit like that. So just being in a habit like that, that's a blessing in itself. So just God is preparing you. You just don't see it because we don't see God's plans for us. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's so true too, because like, you know, you got to be able to, when you make that habit, also sustain it too you know because there's a lot of stuff happens in life like like there there were moments that i i lost the passion to actually like read the word there was times that i lost the passion to pray like there's been times like that in my life that i have been like dang i really don't want to pray right now like i don't even like and like sometimes like like if mistakenly i sometimes like don't pray here and there like but that's not me not wanting to it's just like I forget, which is not a good thing either. But <laughs> like you get what I mean, though. It's like, like when once you lose that, like once you lose that passion or that wanting, like it's kind of difficult. Depending on what you do, it's kind of difficult to get back to it. Because yeah. like, like once once you start reading the word, literally, 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 you're gonna start reading the word. You're gonna be like, you're gonna be like. You're going, I don't know, read, I don't know, John something. You're going to be reading John and you're going to be like, oh, tired. I keep reading John. Oh, I'm hungry. And then it'd be like, somebody's calling you. Or like your your socials are going crazy. Or you hear ding, 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 ding. Literally every single time. Like, I'm telling you. Like, because it has happened to me. Yeah. It has happened to me. Like, there's been moments that I go and like read and my phone is blowing up. And I'm like, yo, everybody just wants to blow up my phone now. Like yeah, you had the whole time. day. Y'all had the whole day and y'all decided to blow my phone up now. All right. But like, there's moments like that. And like, you know, you also got to show patience to those people. Cause a lot of them, it's not like, it's not even their fault. It's not their fault. Like they don't know you're reading. But you got to show patience to them. And, like, another aspect of patience is, like, when you, like, when you look at the Bible and you have multiple stories that, like, show patience. Like, impatience, impatience comes with faithfulness as well. Yeah. Because, like, because if you look, like, I know this is not in the notes, but when we look at, like, the story of Abraham, he was promised like the nations. He he like his descendants are gonna be in the nations. He's gonna have a million kids, but like he only had one kid in his lifetime. Yeah. But off of that one kid, nations came out of that kid. Yeah. From Jacob and Esau. Yeah. So even if sometimes even the promises or like the things that God tells you are not really even for your lifetime. Yeah. Like, it's you to cultivate them, to cultivate that 
culture or that promise for the next generation or yeah. for whoever it is for in your bloodline. Yeah. That's what and, and like, and also, like, we got to remember, like, there was a period of time that, like, and I'm pretty sure it was the Old Testament, where between um, the end of the Old Testament and, like, the and the coming of, like, Jesus when he was born, there was, like, a 500-year gap of silence. Yeah. Like, five, 400, somewhere around there. I'm pretty sure it was four. But, like, there's just, like, a 400-year gap of just straight silence from God. No prophet spoke. No miracles happened. Nothing. Literally nothing. It was straight silence. Like, imagine, imagine now... Like God just goes straight silent on everybody. To so every pastor, every preacher, every every prophet, every evangelist, every teacher, like just go straight silence on them. Everybody will go crazy. Yeah. Like people will go crazy that God's not talking to them right now. Mm-hmm. Imagine God says, I'm being silent for four hundred years. We're gonna go crazy. We're gonna be like, oh my god, oh my god, God left us. Like, like, let's be honest. Which, let's be honest. That that people are gonna think that. So, imagine in that period of time, like, God not speaking anything, and these people are waiting for Jesus to come. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's patience right there. And then when Jesus did came, like come, that's when like God actually spoke with like the star and all that. And it's like, yo. And then like we look at like the story of Joseph too. And it's like Joseph shows a lot of patience, especially especially after his brothers come into Egypt when he when he gets to like the position of Pharaoh. Yeah. Like second hand of Pharaoh. Actually- read the verses like some yeah. verses to paraphrase it i was looking at it um because it's a long story but i was trying to find like i had the verses to like paraphrase it yeah so i, I got you real quick real quick yeah in the name it. of the father son and holy spirit you read, you read the word of the son and holy spirit amen amen so it's uh genesis 37 right the story and then um i was gonna start with verse five Joseph had a dream, and when he, when he told it to his brothers, they all hated him all the more. He had said to them, listen to my dream I had. We were all binding sheaves of grain out on the field, when suddenly my sheep rose and stood upright, when your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to it. His brother says to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more, because his dream and what he said. Then he had another dream and told his brothers, listen, he said, I had another dream. And this time the sun and the moon and the 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told, when he told his father, as well as his brothers, his father rebuked them and said, what is your, what is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come down and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. 
And then we go down to verse 20. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just had it. 28. So brothers were mad. They took Joseph, put him in the pit. You know, paraphrasing the story. They were debating on what to do with him. Um, and then this happened. So when the Mennonite merchants came by, his brothers pulled up Joseph. Uh, his brothers pulled Joseph up out the cistern or the pit and sold him for twenty shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites who took him to Egypt. So that's verse twenty-eight. And then we go to I'm going down, I'm going down. Well, in between that, um. Uh, you know, Joseph and the wife, he got falsely accused by the wife, um, Potiphar's wife, of, like, raping her, falsely accused, and he ended up in jail, met the cupbearer and the baker. Um, he interpreted their dreams, and then um, someone heard that. Then he went and interpreted Pharaoh's dreams, which Pharaoh was like, well, you're crazy, you know? <laughs> so then, and then verse 41, so Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Bro went from the pit, a pit, and being sold as a slave to Egypt to being in charge to the whole land of Egypt, and that's pretty much what we're trying to get out here. So you can continue because I think that helps you a lot, Gio. Yeah. So, in the beginning of the story, we can see how Joseph had a dream about his destiny, his purpose. Let Let's say yeah. he had a dream about his purpose, right? He told the dream to his brothers. His brothers already already did not like him. Yeah. Wasn't messing with him. They weren't messing with him. He was even like, before <laughs> even before this dream, they weren't really messing with him. Yeah. Because because like a little backstory. Uh jo- the uh, Joseph's father, Joseph was like the favorite child. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they really didn't mess with him. But Right. And then after they told the dream, they're like, how are we going to bow down to you? Mind you, at the end of the story, as we all know, he became secondhand man of the Pharaoh, literally like the person running Egypt. Yeah. But so continuing down, now he tells his brothers again about this, the dream of how the sun, the moon and 11 stars bow low before him. And he told his brothers and his and his father. His father rebuked them, and his brother hated him, and his brothers hated him more. Yeah. Now continuing on, they throw him in a pit for the intentions to kill him. Because let's be honest, they were they were ready to, to Yeah, they're ready to kill him. They they're ready to get him out of there, out of here. But uh from like what I read before, um one of his, I forgot which brother it was, but they're like, yo, like, like, let's not kill him. Like, yeah, Ruben, let's not do that. But yeah, Ruben. Real quick, um, just saying, when you got a plan over your life, when you got uh, there's something that's like out of like something that God is giving you, when you have that, it's gonna make people around you uncomfortable. Yep. And he, and then that's when they saw the tr- the, the the slave traders or whatever, and then they sold them to slavery, mm-hmm. and then. Once he got sold into slavery in Egypt, right, we all know he kind of rose up the ranks as of servant. Yeah. So he was working in the same house by the end of when he got accused. He rose up to the ranks of like being a house servant of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
And, you know, like, you know, his, his wife was like, oh, my God, Joseph, I want you. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. And Joseph, Joseph was like, that. Joseph was like, nah, nah, I don't mess with you like that. You're, you're the, you're you're the look, wife of Pharaoh. You look at that loyalty. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, you ain't loyal. I would say there, there's like a modern more word to say, but, you know, we ain't going to say all that. But, you know, you ain't loyal and we ain't messing with you. Anyway. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you ain't loyal, we ain't messing with you. Whatever, right? And then, you know, she like ripped the whole cloth or whatever, yada, yada. And then he got accused. Boom. Put thrown into jail. He was in jail for like a couple years, I'm pretty sure. And then that's when he met the two men and interpreted dreams. Mind you, Joseph didn't... Joseph always had the ability to um to interpret dreams. It's just he wasn't really able to put it into work until here, when he got into the jail cell. And sometimes God will put you into places that you feel like is bad for you so you can actually use your gift. But that's a topic for another story. <laughs> but this, when he meet the two men and they had two dreams and he interpreted them. Now, after um, that whole thing, he gets out or whatever. Now, why did I just recite the whole story? Because when you look at the story, it's just literally a story full of patience. You go from a dream, from God telling you what exactly you're going to happen in your future the people around you that are supposed to support you are hating you and rebuking you for it. And that's, and I'm going to be honest. That hurts. I'm going to be honest with you. I know that hurt. I know that just hurt. Like, imagine telling your, your brothers, like, yo, like, like all the Jones, like, bow down to me. And, like, all the sun and the moon and the 11 stars bow down to me. And, like, your father rebuked you. And mind you, and... Jacob is the favorite son of the father, and the father rebuked them. Still, <clears throat> so that's that's just a crazy amount of just hatred there at that moment in general. And also, like you, you gotta be careful on who you tell what God tells you because not everybody's meant to know. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody's meant to know what God tells you or what God's going to do with you or whatever. Because a lot of people are are more looking, are more the people, people are more like the brothers of Joseph than like actual supporters. Yeah. But and we go from God giving them the dream to him getting get sold to him being a servant them being in jail for, uh, I don't know, it was like a couple years or a couple months, and then to him being literally the second hand of Pharaoh. Yeah. And then at the end of it, his brothers ended up bowing down to him just like in a dream. And like, and at the end of the story, exactly how the dream predicted that would happen, his brothers bowed down to him. When Joseph came home, they presented him with gifts and they have brought to him into the house, they bowed down before him to the ground and asked him. He asked how they were, how they were, and said, "How is your aged father? Told him about is he still living?" They bowed down to him there before 
they knew who he was. And then when they knew who he was, they still like vowed for forgiveness. Yeah. But still crazy. Just yeah, like, like, came full circle. Everything it happened full circle. You know, just like you said, Joseph was patient. Like this was a full of ups and downs. Like that's just how life is. Life is up and down, you know. It's and Christianity is also up and down. But this is like which is a life standpoint, you're not going to be up all the time. Every year is not going to be a good year, even though we have the intentions of a year being a good year, but you never know what happens. You might break something or you might have some health issues during the year. You might have something unexpected financially happen to you. You might have something unexpected in your family happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we go into these years, especially going into this next year, you know, Obviously, we wish for the best. Obviously, you know, we wish, you know, oh, new year, new me, new year, some, uh, this is going to be a good year for me. But we don't know how, what the future holds, you know, and what actually we should be praying about, what actually we should be striving for is that no matter what happens, but no matter what bad happens, that we're going to trust in God and we're going to push through, through all the adversity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was in prison. Joseph was on top. Joseph was falsely accused. Of um, being a rapist, Joseph, Joseph um, was um, almost killed by his brothers. Joseph was sold as a slave. Like Joseph, literally up and down trajectory. Like looking like the stock market out here. Like Joseph was having an up and down life, and then it ended up good. You know, not everything's gonna be sunshine and rainbows in your life. Christianity and not Christianity wise, you know, everything's gonna. You just gotta work for it. Jo- one thing Joseph did was take every opportunity he had. In my opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, God gave him the gift, you know, and all that. But talking from a human standpoint, I feel like every opportunity he had, he took it. You know, he wasn't afraid. You know, it might have taken a long time. Like, I don't know the exact, like, timeline, like, years-wise, but all yeah. of it was probably a span of years, you know. And, like, it might it must have took months for having his opportunity to speak to the Pharaoh. It must have, you know what I mean? It must have been months, you know, to get to that point, to being a top yeah. star for but what he did was to, when he had the moments, he took advantage of it, even if it was a risk. You know what I mean? So, like, just just be patient and just take your take your risk, take your take your take your spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, take Do the take spot. the moments that take the moments take the moments that sometimes God tells you like use your gift, exactly. even though even though it might be uncomfortable for you at that moment, or uncomfortable for other people around you. But, but you, but those moments that God tells that God gives you the green light to use your gift, like go for it. Yeah, and I'm just, just like yes, yeah, use your gift, use your gift. God, if you know your gift, use your gift. If God tells you, if you're feeling that itch, if you're feeling that urge, oh, I need to pray for this person. I need to talk to this person. You know, just get it, just do it, because you know you don't know when another opportunity like this is gonna come. That's a person's life. That's a person's soul. You know, for either like that, 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 just plant the seed. That's really what it is to plant the seed. You know, I bet Joseph changed like the lives of those um, people in prison. Joseph changed the lives of the of the Pharaoh. Joseph changed many people's lives, and you know, throughout his life. But it's just like I said, patience. You know, he was up down, but he stayed patient. He trusted in God, even when he, he stayed patient and stayed faithful too. Yeah, stay faithful. He knew what he had inside him. You have to have confidence. You got to know your identity. Joseph knew what he was capable of. He knew what he could do. You know what I mean? Even when he was nervous, he got, he still did it because 
deep down inside him, he knew what he can do. He knew he can interpret these dreams. He knew he can get to the top somehow. So, like, so, like, you know, he had a belief in what God can do for him. And, you know, God got it done. You just got to work with God. It's like he's not going to do it um, with you just sitting around. You know what I mean? You got to work with yeah. God, like a hand-in-hand. Like, y'all boy. You're going to meet God like, here's as a, well. You know, me and, me and Gia, like, whenever we hang out, we don't have much time to hang out. But whenever we do, we always try to do, like, we always end up doing, like, some type of hooping or stuff. And, like, we try to do, like, a little, like, you know, shooting workouts. Like, do a little workout, right? Like, yeah. like we got to help each other out. Like, we don't see each other often. But when we do see each other, we, you know, we're working with each other. You feel me? So just, like, it's like it's like a relationship like that. Like, you always have that, bro. Um, How about this? Shout out Caleb, Bayface K. BFC films on Instagram, right? <laughs> Caleb, right? Like all summer, me and him, you know, working, working out. You know, I became a better basketball player. He went crazy. You know, yes, we didn't work out every day, but we had like, like at least once a week. You know, we 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 played ball together. We practiced ball together. We 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 lifted together at least once a week. You know, and that made me better. You know, it's the same thing with God. Yes, God is like God is not baby face K, but God is not Caleb. <laughs> but you know. Like, God, if you work with God, it's going to be even more bigger. Like, what you're capable of with God is just bigger than what you're capable of with people, you know. I became a better yeah. basketball player through the result of this, this, um, this like, summer I had with my friend Caleb, right? You know, if I'm working with God and I'm like, oh, God, I need help with the podcast. Oh, I, oh God, oh, you told me to do this, and I don't know how to do it. But, you know, I'm just going to keep moving forward. I'm going to be confident in you. I'm going to be praying with you every day. I'm going to be talking to you every day. You're going to help me give advice. I'm going to be reading your words to gain advice. Because, you know, God always leads you to the right spot in the word, for sure. Yeah. So just read the word. It's God's word. Literally, God's word. I always say that. God's word. <laughs> so just, like, like, you know what I mean? Just, you got to, you got to, just, if you work hand in hand with God, you're unstoppable. Because God is with you. God has your back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, and it's like, as you said, like, when you work with God hand in hand, you also learn from God. Yeah. So God will teach you, like, if you don't have much patience, like, in the Bible, it says you literally will learn patience. Iron sharpens iron, man. Yep. Iron sh- you can't sharpen an iron with wood. It make it dull. Mm-hmm. So if, like, and that also, like, is in a friendship standpoint. Like, if the people around me aren't close to my level or, like, striving to the thing I'm trying to strive for, they're not going to be able to help me in the process that I may be going through. Yeah. Like, like let's say, like, I'm dealing with this temptation. And, yes, they might have never had that temptation, but because they're striving for God, they're striving for Jesus, because they know they're not perfect, yeah. they'll be they'll still be able to help me through it because of their goal at the end of the yeah. day. As a Christian, you need those friends that randomly tell you, Oh, yo, Brian, did you pray today? Oh, yo, Gio, did you pray today? You know, and we sometimes, you know, when you don't have that friend like in your group, like if you don't have that friend, you don't do it for other people, you know what I mean? Like, oh man, I should do that. Like I just thought of that. Yeah. I'll start doing that more because I don't do that for other people, and I think that would, could help a lot of people a lot. It could help me a lot. It remind me a lot. So, you know what I mean? Just, like, just you have to have people, oh, yo, Brian, let's call it. Let's just 
talk Bible. Let's, let's read the Bible. Yeah, again. let's read the word. Though. You know what I mean? So, like, just as you need people like that in your life, you know, and it's not going to lie, it's like, it's, you know, it's getting a little rare these days to have stuff like that, to do Bible studies in public, even like in college, you get scared, you know, there's like, getting a little rare to find that, you know, I'm trying to find my people up here, you know what I mean? Like, you know, me and Gio live very far away, but I need like in people, in-person people to help me strive for that, you know, so I'm trying to find more people like that in my life up here and it's it's been hard been a little lonely but you know i'm still praying about it and i'm just trying to you know find my people stay strong stay patient like we're talking about you know stay patient because i know yeah, god stay patient you know i know god put me on this this area put me at william patterson for a reason so i just need to find the people that are going to help me they're going to help you be able to do what god wants you to do yeah and that's how it is and like and also like as you were saying, like that, it feels kind of lonely when you wait. It's, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to feel lonely. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like, I'm, like, anytime I had to be patient about anything that God has told me or God has given me, it, I have felt lonely because, like, there's many moments that when you're patient, you're alone, but not alone because, like, God's not with you, but in the sense of, alone that you there's not really any other people that may be experiencing what you're experiencing yeah so and then plus you can't really tell everybody what you're dealing with what you're dealing with or even what god has told you because not everybody is is actually like genuinely happy Mm -hmm. a lot of people like in the story of joseph are like the brothers that they hated joseph for because of the dream they mm-hmm. hated joseph because of what god has already promised over his life yeah so and it feels lonely i i ain't gonna lie i there's been a lot of moments like that i have felt lonely and even like um going back to like rua at 27th street revival center in camden Flood, you know ariel and pastor michelle call the room yeah 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 like you know i God was using me in different ways that I haven't been, not used, but I haven't, like, been in touch with that for, like, a very long time, for, like, a couple months. And, like, I told Brian, I was like, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm happy I said because, like, I heard, like, I literally God was silent to me, like, for, for like, a couple months, yeah. like, six months. Like, it was just straight silence. Like, yeah. Six, four months, like, mm-hmm. silence. Yeah. And then, like, that's when, like, I heard God again. I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, I'm busting down in tears and everything. Like, And Maybe. then, like. Just like Joseph, he's your opportunity. Yeah. And then, you know, God was like, God was nudging me to pray for some people. So I did. Like, and, and yeah. And just as Joseph did, like, you know, use the opportunity. God told me to do it. So I did it. Even though I ain't going to lie. For some people, I was really fine not to do it because I was like, yeah, I ain't doing that person. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, at the end of the day, like, it's like God gave me the opportunity and God gave me the gift to do that. So yeah. why not do it, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, like, and, you know, somebody got delivered by it. Yeah. Somebody got delivered yeah. by my obedience. God will give you the opportunities to do the things that 
he has called you to do. You just have to be able to be obedient and even and just patient because sometimes those opportunities those opportunities don't always come around. Mm-hmm. Especially now when like some people they get those opportunities a lot because they're already like in their purpose or walking in it. Mm-hmm. But like like me or like you, I don't think like I'm pretty sure you're not gonna disagree with me. But I don't think we're fully in our like actual like end game yet. Yeah. Like we're like nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. So there will be moments like I would be like, pray for this person. Or like there will be moments like like you just like walk down and they'll be like, Oh, talk to this person about me. Evangelize this person. And God will give you those moments so one, so you can learn how to interact with your gift. And two to see if he can even trust you with small things or not not trust you but like if he if he's gonna give you a small assignment if you can fulfill that a small assignment he's gonna increase your assignments so it goes from like like let's say like if you're gonna evangelize like if you're called to be an evangelist god will probably put in your way god will probably be like oh talk to this one person about me and then you talk to that one person, and then God will probably be like, well, I'm not going to say probably because, you know, God works different ways with different people. But God will be like, oh, talk to, like, one more person again. Yeah. And then you talk to the one person again, and, you know, and then it'll be like, okay, now talk to three people. Now talk to this group right here. You talk to the group. Okay, now talk to this crowd. You talk to the crowd. Now talk to this whole campus. And it goes and it goes just progressively because when God sees that you're willing to do what he what he's telling you and you're obedient, he will increase the assignment. Yeah. No, that's fine. And some and sometimes like it takes a while. Like it takes a while, I ain't gonna lie. Like like there's been moments that like God has told me to like pray for somebody or like talk about them and I'll be like, uh, I don't know, God. And like, I don't do it. And then I feel bad because I'm like, dang, I just like said no to God. And it's like, and then the conviction hits. But like, yeah, like you just got to be patient on the moments. And when the moments come, you just got to take them. Yeah. When God gives you the green window, take the green window. Yeah. Take, take the three, but so, just yeah. take the three. Uh, that's fire. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't got nothing else to say. Mom. You got nothing more? <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else to say. Well, that was it for the Bible talk then, because I don't got nothing more to say either. Yeah, I don't got nothing else to say. We touched on everything that we wanted to, and even a little extra that we did. Mm-hmm. Even talking. a little extra that we didn't have planned to touch on. but Yeah, but it's just not good Bible talk as always, you know. If I'm, I'm man, I need to get my energy up, man. I'm just a little tired. Yeah, you, you, a little, you a little backed up. I think you gotta get up, you know. Yeah, maybe stretch. Maybe uh, like jump or something. You know, I don't know. Not saying, hold up, real quick. Not saying that Bible talk doesn't get my energy up, but you know, I just need to. As you know, I was just getting a little tired during that. It helped me a lot. I was like, dang, you know, GLS. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm tired. <laughs> you know. <laughs> just but, right. I'm tired. But you know, right now, you know what time it is. Give it a second. You already know what time it is. It's the basketball talk, baby. It's the NBA talk. And we're gonna touch on a couple things here. 
Like, like what what do you what do you think about the in season tournament? I know it ended like a couple weeks ago, but was the in season tournament, in your opinion, a dub or a loss? I mean, it's just. I mean, I, in this year, it's a dub. You know, of course, it's a dub this year, and I just like I like the way that um the um the Lakers won it. And I know yes, that sir. Happened. Yes, sir. But, it's a it's a dub because the Lakers won it. But <laughs> uh, I mean, if LeBron was on the Magic and they won it, it don't matter. It's a dub because LeBron won it. That's pretty yeah. much what I'm saying. It don't matter who. It don't matter about the team that won it. It matter who won it. LeBron won it because he's pretty much the team. LeBron won the in-season tournament, and that's just perfect for LeBron. That's perfect for the NBA. That brings the money, first of all. It brings a little social media presence. It gives, puts the eyes on it, which is amazing. Um, the Pacers, a little feel-good team that were in this in the finals there, you know, they had the lowest payroll in the NBA, and that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. that's what it's all about. You know, the in-season tournament is for people that do not get paid for much. You know, even LeBron told his two-way contract people, I'm doing this for you. Um, I don't know who said that, but one of the two-way contract players from um, from the Lakers said LeBron came up to all of them and said, yeah, we're doing this for you, for getting you that extra 50. That's a 500K. 500K, I mean, 50,000 is way less. 500K, we're getting you that extra 500K. You know, people that were just going to make 500K in a year are now making a million that year. And, you know, yeah. a big difference in someone's life, especially a two-way player that's going to bounce around from uptown in the G of the He doesn't even know he's going to get his opportunity. You know what I mean? So yeah. For them. And I'm just happy for all the two-way players that got their money, all the people that are getting paid low that got their money. Even people that made it to the finals got some good money, like about 200 some okay, 250 Yeah. They, 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 got, they got the award was like 500 k which – to a lot of us, that would like be life changing. First off, if we ever got that type of money, <laughs> like to most NBA players, you know, even to most NBA players, that still was like life changing because not all of them get paid. Not a superstar, it matters to be honest. I think, that, yeah, so that's why. And like, you know, like if you're a good player, you know. You do it for your teammates, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like LeBron won it for his teammates, but I think it's success. Even the whole thing gave playoff vibes, in my opinion. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah that's why. That's why I think um, it gives something because you got to remember, like, the month of like November to like end of September, like end of September, November, like beginning of December. There's really nothing to play for. Like you're kind of just like, you know, it's a regular season, yeah. Yeah. But, Teams don't really care. like the teams care, but the people don't care. It's like it's like one of the lowest viewership these types of months. It's like low low viewership around. Yeah, until time. until like you hit like Christmas, and then it's like January, February. Like these later months are more like of the whole because you gotta remember we have football running, you had baseball mm-hmm. at this time, and you know football so is a sport. So yeah, so like you know we you have a lot of things running up. And when you have something as, like, intense as, like, the in-season tournament, that's, like, okay, you go, you play, and you get and you get a prize for it. You can compete. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't really get, like, nothing crazy. It's not, like, a whole NBA championship. But it's, like, um, you go, and it's something you can compete in. You can just compete in. Fully, and I just felt like that was good. Like it felt really playoff vibes. 
It felt like the playoffs, like, and that's yeah. why I like mostly about it. Yeah, it was really nice, and like I said, it made money for NBA, and it gave them like a little bit of creativeness. It, it, you know, NBA is trying to set Adam Silver is trying things up, which is really good. Um, just you know, everybody just saying like you can try all this stuff out, but you know, just don't touch this, don't touch like the game, which means like the rules of the yeah. game, all that. Which I don't think they're really doing that. Like you know, he, he's just being creative, like to you know just. Yeah, he's being creative with what he can do, you know? He yeah. made an in-season tournament. See, they were thinking about making a four-point line. I think they shouldn't, but... Yeah, no, like, that's something that was going to change the game. Like, yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about... Because it, it's already interesting. We just need, like, small things. Like, you know, I heard this bouncing around, like, a one-on-one tournament in the All-Star Yeah, game. the one-on-one tournament in the All-Star game. We, we need that. We need stuff like that, you know? It's not going to hurt the game, like, you know, because... Like, you know, if you had a four-point line, we're going to have, like, kids trying to practice four-point line shots before hitting their form shots. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, we're going to, like, carry, like, like, I remember, like, now they say that, I'm pretty sure um, overtime, like, had, like, four-point uh, four spots or something like that. Oh, yeah, in the high school, like, they had a they had a uh, all-star game. Yeah, them. and they were literally just all shooting from the four-point spot. Yeah, it's just, I don't think like, I, like, that's high school, dude. And that, that's what I'm saying. It's just going to change the game way too much. We don't need that. But, like, little things, you know, like the court changes. Like, Adam Silver said he's maybe, like, planning on doing a nice fancy court for the NBA Finals, which would be cool. Maybe be all gold or something like that. Like, that's not inspired to me. You know? Just, yeah. Just, just little changes, you know, that will make the, the game pop more, you know? Yeah, and more interesting. And it just, like, shows that, you know, the NBA is getting creative. There's crew. Creativity coming out of the NBA, I mean, which is a, good. Yeah, there's a lot of like sports doing it. Like now, the Pro Bowl and NFL. Yes, it's for safety reasons, but now it's flag football, and you know, actually, flag football is going to be in the Olympics. So, and NFL yeah. players allowed to play in it. So, you know, it's just like it's just a lot of changes. There's a lot. There's a lot of changes that right now. Yeah, but but like what? I just, Let's wait. What did you want to say? No, we go. We go. We go. We go. <laughs> but let's talk about these Clippers, man. These Clippers, these Clippers have had a really rough start when they, you know, they traded for um the one and only James Harden. But now they're in like a seven game win streak. Oh yeah, they're cooking. The Clippers are on a seven game win streak. They're on a seven game win streak, fifteen and ten, six seed in the NBA right now, and just I mean. And- and let me just say, I told you so. No, <laughs> but like I believe, like it's James. Like it was just, it's, it's it's that team is too good to be garbage. You know, like yeah, I I don't know. Like, this is what I'm gonna say. All the all you know the Brooklyn Nets, right? Let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets real quick. James Harden, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. Without injuries, that team wins the championship. Without, oh yeah, yeah. Without injuries, that team wins the championship, right? People are saying the last time a super team worked was you know. Curry, you know, that seems like yeah, a lot of the Warriors. Curry with the Warriors, KD, you know, all that. That's the last time the Super Team worked. If the Brooklyn Nets stayed healthy, that would have worked. People are hating on this Super Team because, oh, it's only worked one time, technically, I guess you can say one time. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because you can consider, like, the Bulls a Super Team, but, like, that's kind of like, they built that. So I don't really consider it. You know what I mean? They yeah. have built that. So I don't really consider it a super team. That's just good drafting, good, you know, moves. Yeah. You know, so and like the Warriors, like 
you know, they made a trade for KD. You know, that's that like yes, they were good beforehand, but like that just made it wow, that's a super team, you know? And then, yeah, that just that. made their team just a hundred times better when you add like a top five player in the world. Exactly. At that current moment. And before that they were seven seventy three seventy three and nine. Yeah. Like so just that's it's wild. And so then now the Clippers, they're doing it. The Suns are doing it, kind of. <laughs> they have a big three. but the They Clippers, have a big three. It's just the, they're the, not healthy. <laughs> yeah, the Suns, uh, the Clippers are doing it. And speaking of health, Kawhi Leonard has not missed a game, which is amazing. Kawhi Leonard has not missed a game. That's not the – it's not surprising because, you know, Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, he's healthy. He can play most games. I mean, that's – are you okay? That's everybody. I know, but no, no, but like I'm saying, but I'm saying for like the past years, like he's been having a lot of load management. Yeah, yeah. Even even when he's healthy, like in Toronto, he he only played like 63 games or something like that, because most of the. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not his fault. I'm saying it's just coaching. Yeah, and it's just to play. It's just like I'm pretty sure there was like a little thing. Like we want to play. It's just like the team is like being like the health people and all that. Like they want to play. It's just. Like when I say yeah. that, George Kawhi, but if they want to play, it's just like you said, low management. Low but, management, you know, and Kawhi hasn't missed a game, which is great. Which is which is great. I, I love to see Kawhi play basketball. My man's been popping off like twenty five points. He's he's going he's going crazy. Also, even though he has like his bag is like contested shots only, but he's making <laughs> so mad. But, he, yeah, and. Looking at the standings here for the Clippers, they're only two games away from Denver. Yeah, and th- I and mean Denver's kind of injured right now. I'm thinking, yeah, like, and they're they're like two games away from Dallas too to get to the third seed. And uh, they're not that far away from the first seed. That's what I was thinking. They're and the yeah, first seed nor nor second. That top those top four. Like if the Clippers keep playing how they're playing. They could easily get number two. I don't know if they can get number one. They're not too, too far. But the way, like, Minnesota's been playing, like, oh, yeah. they've been playing crazy. But it's just, just yeah. like, they're good. They're good. They're, they're good. Like, that's, that's, they have finally figured out how to work this team out. This which is like amazing for the Clippers. For, for the Clippers. Yeah. Now, now it's just we got to watch out for health because we all know how – Three of the top superstars in this team are have injury history, so we just gotta see how health plays part of this team. Because we all know James Harden isn't hasn't been the healthiest player in the world so far. Kawhi's been injury injured for like the past two years, like that. Paul George has had injuries even this year so far right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just seeing how this team is health wise by the end of the year. Yeah, and I think and, I think it'll be fine. Like I don't know. I just like I said, you can't control injuries. So uh, this team is definitely, in my opinion, they're like they're contender status. Like they 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 like proved this wrong. They didn't prove me wrong. I I knew Tyloo had out cooking up somewhere. No, I believe yeah. that there's like I I knew they was gonna make it work. You just need to give teams like this time, even though. Like I think people were like with the expectations when the James Harden team up, they wanted him to be there right away. Like they were thinking, oh, one seed, one seed, one seed. Like this team, 
You know, they might have, mm-hmm. like, they only lost 10 games, but, you know, I mean, like, 10 games, like, is very important towards the end of the season. So, I mean, like, yeah. that, that could, that could like, set them back, but, like, they might not be a three seed or something. They might be five, five, six. They might be four. They might be four, five, six. You know, like I said, they might be four, five, six. I'm just brain yep. They might be four, five, six, but <laughs> they just, um, they, they, they're still in the playoffs and they just, like, anybody from, like, when I look at the NBA standings, the only team from the top six right now that I'm looking at that can maybe not win a chip is the Kings. Yeah, every every other team in that top six can probably win a chip. I think it, I think, I think the Timberwolves can get them. I don't, I don't think the Thunder can get a chip. I'm going to be honest with you I, this year. I think they're, I, I think they're a year or or two years removed from a chip. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Well, um, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think they're ready, but like they have the like who knows? They but they have the wrong. potential. They they might have the potential. Like, if it's between the Thunder and the Kings, right? They're just like I don't know. It's just like the Kings. Yes, they're playing really good. Like, but it's just I don't know. Nothing ready. The Kings. I feel like the Kings need that one piece, like that one like other player, like that. Third bona fide player that is not named Harrison Barnes on that team to be oh, like contenders, you know. Keegan but Murray. I'm saying, well, let's let's see how Keegan Murray goes. But Keegan Murray is definitely the third best player on that team already, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I think like you get some other more like depths, like you get rid of Harrison Barnes, you bring in somebody else in that position, and you fill out a couple like you know. Flaws speaking, that that team has. Thinking, speaking of you know people that they can bring in, <laughs> you know we, we want to talk about trade talks in a little bit, but you know I'm thinking about OG and Anobi for that team. Yeah, OG and Anobi can be good for that team, even though he's had a really, a really rough season so far. That's all right. He just needs to get out of Toronto, man. He just yeah. it's not it's not him. We know he's he's capable of. He just needs to get out of Toronto. Yeah, he. I'm in trade talks for like the past like four years. Should have traded him at his eyes like last year or the year before. Uh, now this year is gonna take a little, a little. They're probably gonna re- receive a little less for OG because like a lot, you know, a lot less, a lot less because he's not playing at the level he was playing like even last year. Last year he was like bona fide all star almost. Um, he was playing. Remember. He he was playing really good last year. He wasn't no all star, whatever. But he's he was playing amazing last year. Yeah, so I don't last year, but I don't I don't know. I feel like he was he was in all star talks. I think I would have heard. Yeah, he know. he was in all star talks last year. I know that, but this year he's just been struggling in Toronto and. Main, I'm gonna be honest. I think main reason of that is because the emergence of Scotty Barnes. You know, mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes' I mean, is third year. That's what I said. Sixteen points only. I'm not sure about that. Maybe that was your 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 own little take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but, I don't know. I'm going crazy. Well, like the, I don't think. I don't like when I think of OG. I'm not thinking of like a star. I'm just thinking of a. I think OG oh, like a, a really good three and D player. That's like what that's I'm that's what he is, but I'm saying like even that he's been struggling to do that. Like all like all his stats have been down. Yeah, it's so, only about one point. 
Literally, everything's down by one. Well, I don't know. He's just been playing horrible. Like, I think like he's even still, but it's just like it's making him look yeah like not playing that bad. He's still doing his thing. He he's still he's still he's not playing horrible, but he's like playing okay. He scored twenty nine the other day, man. Don't I know. Whoa, 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 I know. I I know he like been popping off recently. All right, chill out. Not really. He had seven points like yesterday, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't chill out. You know? like, but he's not. Like I think OG yeah, they're not Keegan Murray not, uh, Wayne Lake right now. Yeah. The, but they just say like, and they said Keegan Murray the Keegan Murray was on trade talks and he said, I'm gonna drop forty. Yeah. <laughs> like, he dropped forty right off the trade talks. Uh, like um like record three point shooting for yeah, the uh, twelve threes. Twelve like, to thirteen. Wow. Well, now but, that we're talking about breaking records. Jalen Brunson, the only player to score fifty and go a hundred percent from three. Oh well, they know that. Speaking of breaking records, Steph broke his record of scoring three points he had since like twenty sixteen, having a three point every game was just broken this year. Yeah, that's which Portland, is broken. That's so sad. Against Portland, went zero for eight. That's that crazy. But for yes. Curry. So now speaking of moves. We got some players. <laughs> we got some players here, yo. I saw a stat that says eighty-eight percent of the NBA is eligible to be moved, which is crazy. But we're gonna um talk about some very important ones. Yes, we already talked about Demont. We talked a little bit about Zach, but we have, we talked a little bit about Mitchell. But you know, we gotta talk about Pascal. And recently, the Utah Jazz have said. Laurie Markkinen is not untouchable anymore. Even though he says he does not want to go, that's not how trades work. You know what I mean? So yep, that's not how trade works. And and also somebody else that's on the trading block for that team, John Collins. Oh yeah, John Collins too. But he's playing. But we don't need to talk about John Collins. But John Collins sucks. I hope, sucks, so. I hope you I don't know. He 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 just like fell off. Fell off so bad. Like he. Bro, I don't know if you saw his fingers, but yeah, like, his finger, his fingers like all messed up. Like I don't, he messed up his fingers, like he's been playing butt. Like I don't know, he he got to go to like a surgeon or something to get that fixed. But yeah, I, yeah he's not even playing like he, his stats wise, he's not playing bad. But just like it just don't work with that team. He'll find a team. Yeah, it's Aaron Gordon type stuff. Watch. He yeah, he just. He I just think it's just he need he needs to get. One, he needs to, like his three point shot to be more consistent, like that, and then plus, like his defense is not like really, not even average. It's like below average, which is bad. Yeah, we we ain't gonna talk about John Connors for too long, my boy. But, but was, we ain't, we're, we're moving on from John Connors. Yeah, Could, dude on, sucks. We people, like we got people like Demar Mitchell, Zach Pascal, OG, and Marketing to think about, not John. Connors. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. So, DeMar DeRozan is still on the trading block. You know, we talked about it last pod, or first in person pod, which was a great, great milestone for us. But, you know, we talked about that a little bit. It was either the Heat or the. Or uh, it was the Knicks, I'm pretty sure. Batting that would probably be Donovan Mitchell going to the Knicks instead. And I think that's a way better fit for the Knicks, in my opinion. And don't you think? Yes, yes. That's a, I feel like that's a way better fit because now now like if you don't give up like let's say like they're not going to give up Brunson right 
No, like, but they're not going to give up. Come on, Gio. Be for real. My, my. No, but if you're if you're willing, if 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 I'm New York, I would try to keep Brunson, bring in Mitchell. Obviously, like that's just the goal. Like that's obviously the the, the obvious goal right. is to keep keep Brunson. Randall. That's like that's the obvious. Did you say Josh for Randall? Randall, I said and Randall. And I mean, uh, yes, that's the yeah. Obvious goal. If, you, if you don't see, that's the obvious goal. They're gonna trade RJ. They're gonna trade. Oh no, they're definitely gonna trade RJ. That, that's 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 they not even to, like uh, you're forgetting how much like young like kind of like players like they got like Quinn Grimes like come in quickly like those are the people going on trade block. They have good picks like you know what I mean. They don't have to trade yeah, yeah. stars. Like they don't have to trade their stars at all. Like don't even think about the stars. They're not even trying to keep Brunson. Like they're probably talking to the Cavs right now. Their that that name is never floating. Even Julius Randle, I don't think is floating in the air. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> But you know, like you, if you're able to bring Mitchell to that team, you have Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Robinson, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. Um, don't know who exactly you want to play at the small forward position. I know it's usually um, R.J. Barrett, but R.J. Barrett might get traded in this trade if they do trade for Mitchell. So, yeah. But, but also Zach Levine, and uh, when Zach is out, the Bulls are playing good. So, the Bulls are playing good right now, especially like, Kobe White. Kobe White's been popping. Kobe White, Kobe White has been popping off, which is great. And like, and I and I've seen this question. I've seen this question, and they have, and people are questioning, saying, "Is Kobe White the Bulls' player? Like, is the player to build for the Bulls up to the future?" I'm not sure about all that, but, but, like, depending how he plays this whole season, like, if he plays at that level the whole season, then it's like, okay, maybe, like, you can dabble into the idea. Yeah, like, like, like you got a stretch from December 8th to December 16th, 19, 24, 33, 27, 26, 22, and then 13, you know, back to reality. Actually, no, December 2nd, 31, no, maybe, okay. He's cooking. <laughs> Never mind. He's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> he's cooking. He said, he said, he said, Never mind. He's cooking. No, he's going. But, he's, he's cooking. Let him cook. Let him cook. No, it's just. Well, yeah. Guess, guess the team that stopped that cooking mess. Guess, guess what team? Yeah, guess what team? Yeah, stop. What? Just stopped his hot streak. Guess it. Um, the Heat. No, the Philadelphia 76ers, baby. You know, because we are <laughs> amazing. Anyway, um, just. Uh, that's a little too far. Maybe he could be like that second guy. Maybe, probably, like, probably that second guy. I don't know about first. I mean, opinion. this is a big jump. Last season, oh, last season was his worst career season, and this is his best career season this season. So yeah, so far. So hopefully, let's we we can see what what he what he's gonna do towards the whole you know echelon of the season. But I was gonna say like Zach Levine. We don't know where he's going. Sixers are actually like big talks for that. Um so I'm excited. But yeah, I know we're gonna lose our bench. Our bench is I know for Levine. I know for Levine we have I've seen Sixers. Um, I've seen Lakers, but you see Lakers for Sixers, Lakers, Lakers, you know. Um I heard um I heard even um what's called what's that team? Who was it? Uh, it was who was it? Orlando was like, like in the talks. Where you heard that from? From Andre Bojanowski. 
You know what I'm talking about? That Twitter page? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's where you heard that from? Because I never heard that one in my life. Not gonna lie. But, but you know, just we're going to see where Zach Levine lands. We don't know. You know. Like, just not really. The only big hitter, like, not big hitter, but only, like, big, like, trade talks I've seen for Zach Levine. Like that has been for Sixers a while. and Lakers, I ain't going to lie. That's the two big ones I've seen. Sixers and Lakers. So, you know, Sixers and Lakers, who do you think they're going to? Me versus Gio again. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if I want them on the season. Like, who knows, bro? I don't know. It's just, I don't, I feel like if we, like, bring them in the, like, the trade, the tr- big trade top, like, the big trade thing that the Lakers can pull off is they can trade Rui Hachimura, somebody else, and... Um, you're crazy not to mention D'Lo's name, bro. And D'Lo, yeah. What I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to mention D'Lo. I was and not going to like... they've been saying Austin Reeves, too, so... Yeah, they've been saying Austin Reeves, but I think they're going to keep Austin Reeves. I think they're... If they're going to trade anybody, they're going to trade D'Lo. Because they paid too much for someone that had one good season. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, he's been he's been playing he's pretty good, good recently. Just like, still pay too much. Yeah. But anyway, but, we got Pascal now. You know, we're, we're, let's just do Pascal and OG all together. We'll make this nicely quick. They should have been traded a long, long time. Yeah, they should have been traded like three seasons ago. Let's be honest. Very long time. But they should have been traded already. The Raptors should have been in the rebuild. They should have they, – the Raptors should have had weapons on their team at this point. Like, the Raptors is messed up. The Raptors yeah, the, taken – the Raptors should have had the number one pick last season because that's how far along they should have been going. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, the Raptors should have traded these two like two years ago. After that championship in 2019, and Kawhi left. Yeah, just straight like, after. They were just done it straight from then. Like, yeah, yeah. Kawhi left, but like, come or on. Like, or like, even that, or even, or even, or like, if you didn't want to trade him that season, the definitely in the next season after, like when you let Kawhi Lowry go, like when he left in free agency, mm-hmm. and you saw that y'all weren't playing good, yeah. like y'all should have just traded him. Yeah, like, they both of them. A long time ago, like I forgot they got. Sorry to. But the GM's name, but he's just prolonging this way too long. So yeah, it's definitely happening this year. So that's a good sign for Raptors fans. But yes, yeah, definitely, um, def- the rebuild is definitely happening this year. We're not gonna get it. <laughs> so that's sucks. But yeah, I mean, for Pascal, you're gonna get stuff for Pascal. No, you're not. Pass is his contract year, man. They're not gonna people. Oh, oh, he's an expiring contract. Yeah. So you know. Like a pick or two, so you're just not gonna get nice things for Pascal. So it's too late. They messed up. Waited too long. So yeah, they did waited too long in general. Lori Markinen, I think that's interesting. He just came up, and you know, Lori Markinen, you know, that would be. I I just wanted to see him go on a really nice team, just a good team, so he could help him win a chip. And you know what team that should be? The Philadelphia. The Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) I just want him to go to a contender. That's all I hope. Just Lori, yeah. I just wanted to go to a contender. That's all. Like that would be like huge. Maybe for the Magic. Maybe for the Thunder. Mm. So for the Thunder, that could be a really good trade for the Thunder. Yeah, maybe you can like they they throw in probably like Josh Giddy in there or whatever. Yeah, Josh Giddy, they can put um, they can put they can Pou, put they can put stuff like that. They got they yeah, got they can... what's his name? I don't know his name. He's like he's a little lengthy winger, but he's um, hard. Alex. Ponic Zinke or something? No, him, bro. It's not It's not. It's not him. It's someone else. I don't know his name. It has, like, multiple oh, well. from Africa or something. 
Well, I don't know. They have a bunch of like. Yeah, they, have players players they have a lot of picks to trade. They can make that trade very easily. So I just think that that would be a good trade for them too. But yeah, yeah, trades are going crazy. I like yeah. this trade deadline is going to be nuts this year. This, this trade deadline like is going to be deadline episode, bro. That John's going to be fired because oh, that's going to be that's going to be. We got to be up all day. Yeah, NBA. Maybe we should do a live stream. Maybe, maybe. Hey. Live hey, hey, maybe live stream on on the trade line, trade deadline. Who knows? But just yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, but you know that was the crossover podcast episode nine. Yeah, that was the episode nine of the crossover, you know, ladies I, and gentlemen. I'm sorry for the loss of energy for me. I don't know what's going on for me, but you know I'll pick it back up soon. I'm just tired. I need to get back home as soon as possible. I just want to <laughs> see my mommy. Just... <laughs> yeah, I want to see my I want to see my parents, bro. So just... we just, just want to spend the holidays, you know. Yeah, I'm just talking. Hey. Cool. I'm just yeah, so we're... yeah, especially with college, man. I feel you, bro. I I just been like sleeping half these days. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us, and Jill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pray us out. I got you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving us this moment, this episode that we were able to do, God, that we were able. So whoever like was whoever is gonna listen to this episode to be impacted by the Bible talk and just had a good time with the sports talk as well, just that we may be able to keep this going and you know never know to see if we God bless you to just see if we can maybe do more in person podcasts you never know and. That we may be able to keep this going and just have this platform for your glory and and your honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you on Amen. episode 10. 10. See you on episode 10. That's crazy. That's crazy. Episode 10 is crazy. Right. But but hopefully, I'll see y'all later. Something special for y'all for the episode. But. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Peace, y'all. All right, peace, y'all.